Hi, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organizing Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I am Fiona from Photo Helper. And I am Chantal from Photos in Order. Today, we are talking about our 2020 photo book. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone wants to do, photo books, yearbooks, yes, I should say. absolutely. So we saw... Um, We'd give you a bit of a head start um, so that we can prepare that book. And once that December is over, can simply add that month and have it printed and all is done. Yes. yes. Get a head start. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Hmm. So what are some of the things um, that we'll cover in this podcast episode today, Chantel? Okay, so... To quickly summarize it a bit before we go into detail, first of all, we want to talk about how to create layouts for each month and what that involves. We'll talk about design aspects of the books and also about the stories that we want to tell, captions, stories, a bit of journaling. So we'll talk about that and then, you know, a bit more specific possibly about what vendor or software to use to build it online, offline, the differences that you have. And then, as I mentioned before, in January, all you got to do is to add December and print it. Perfect. So, that yeah. sounds like a plan. <laughs> so tell us a bit more about the planning. All right. So what we would suggest you do is if you if you start planning first, I think that that will um, just give you a really good head start. So the types of things to consider about is maybe how many spreads on the um, in the book per month you might like to allocate to. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we, we would count a spread as a as an open the open book with the left and the right side. So one page is on the left, the other on the right. So the whole thing is then the spread. So um, you might say, you know, if you just want a quick little book or something like that, you might do one or two um, spreads mm. per per month. Um, there's real, there's no right or wrong with this. It's, no. But um, but thinking about it ahead of time really does help in that planning. Mm. So then when you come to the choosing of your photos, it just helps you um, be more selective or (laughs) put them all in there. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that is definitely something to have a think about. Mm. Um, And then also if you think as you're planning your book, you can think about whether or not you like the design of having, say, one main feature photo on the page um or if you're quite happy to have maybe in that spread you have one feature photo and nine small photos Mm -hmm. so just thinking about that sort of type of the design of the page and how it's going to look in the book Mm. um, will also help you when you're choosing your photos yeah that's right yeah so what's the next thing we could start to to look at um yeah with choosing the photos that's probably the next step and some people might go ahead and just simply choose their photos and don't really plan. And as we said, there's nothing wrong with that. It's personal preference, a lot of, a lot of that. And you just might want to choose your photos and go ahead and design your book and see what comes out and have a play with it. Now, when you choose photos, though, um, 
it's also good to know with the printing, you know, when you bring a photo into the software to design the book, you can then, of course, crop the photos or zoom them in, in and out. So let's say you've got, you know, something in the background of a photo, you can still use that in the book mm. because you can zoom it in and, and design it so that you can see better what is in that photo. Things like that um, are also to be considered when you choose photos. Oftentimes I try to take, but it's not always possible, um, lighter photos. Oftentimes when you print them in the books, they become a little bit darker than they yeah. look on the screen. So, you know, if they light um, and fresh, that might give you a better result when it's printed. But it's not always possible, you know, if you've got a precious photo that you want in a book, so be it. So it's just a bit dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's some great... Um, different apps and mm. software out there to lighten photos. So if yes. people want to get a little bit creative, this would be the time yeah. to do that. So with things like that, I would suggest that you grab all those photos first mm. and then when they're all together, then you can have a look at doing any of the lightening and stuff like that before you yes. get into the actual um, importing into the software. Yeah, and oftentimes you can actually in the software still edit and make them lighter so you know the contrast things like that some are pretty basic other softwares allow you to do a bit more yeah 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 definitely yeah that's good um and as far as uh, then you know when you're looking at those photos and choosing which ones to mm. pop in um feature photos are always fabulous so just yeah. be mindful of which which ones that you would like now you could also go back and listen to some of our other episodes about um metadata and that's one way if you have done that throughout the year you could you could use the the benefit of having done favorites and things like that mm -hmm. um before yeah and then use those just do a search through your whichever way you've got your photo hub and they'll all pop up just mm. magically appear <laughs> it's fabulous um so how many photos do you think Chantelle is a fair and reasonable if someone says just say they have never done their photo book before yeah. this is their first time and we're really proud of you if it is um we really encourage you to give this a go um, of doing a yearbook um mm. how many photos do you think or you know have you used before do you do you sort of pick a a number that you what what, what do you do yeah i don't have a magical number <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it probably also depends a bit on the year and how much has happened during the year and how many photos one's got. But yeah, probably, you know, I would say 100 is probably a minimum. Most people have more, um, maybe around the 300. But I've done photo books for clients with over 600 photos in a year. And that, that that also works. I think yeah. it's also a lot of personal preference and we'll talk more about the design in a minute, but you know, some people don't like small photos in their books. So, and if you've got so many photos, then <laughs> that creates you a really huge book. Yeah. But if you don't mind, like what you said before, you know, maybe a feature photo on one page and then the next page you have like nine small photos and, and sort of like a collage or something, like a grid, um, then you can, of course, use many more photos. And I quite like to play with these things in design, yeah. but it's, yeah, a lot of it is personal preference. Yeah. Um, 
and not all photos are good for as a feature photo or as a smaller photo and you know mm. so yeah but probably around three four hundred yeah How about you yeah yeah uh, absolutely it varies but mm. i think and i've done a few where um I've used that sort of collage look where the feature photo then is the chosen one, but the others tell such a funny story <laughs> or something, you know, in the lead up to that event, yes. you know, whatever whatever has happened, you know, the dog's run in the river and <laughs> shaken and the mud's gone everywhere or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, and and they're great, you know, it's yes. just, it's, yeah, and then yeah. the captions, obviously, which we'll get to in a minute, yeah. <laughs> um, they they will tell that story. So, yeah, I think in the choosing of the photos, I, I would say um, just pop it in the folder. We're going, to, we're going to talk about what to do with those photos next, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. grab those photos um, because you can always just not use it. But yes. It's much yes. easier to have it there. And mm. make that decision when you're designing. Yeah. Then to go back into the hub and get that yes, one, find where totally. it was again, and yeah. it's just um, easier if you, you know, as mm. you're thinking about selecting these photos. And what yeah. I would say when you're doing this selection and choosing your photos, um, don't overthink it at this stage. You know, mm. it, it really is. Um, our whole objective on this podcast <laughs> is for you to have a book at the end of it. <laughs> and so really when you're choosing your photos, um, just grab them. Just just go, yep, this one, yep, that one. If it's not the perfect photo, um, that's okay. You can go back and grab that perfect one at the end. But we just really want you to... Um, make sure that you've at least you know done this step of going through because you can uh you can get sidetracked people yes. can get sidetracked <laughs> the amount of times i've worked with a client where they're like yep yeah, i'll just choose those photos for you oh. and they just um yeah they kind of get a bit bogged down but um oh. so definitely just make make it happen set yourself mm. some time and um and then choose those photos and highlight your favorites and then, what do we do with them? So, <laughs> I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> um, so, once we've chosen them, what we suggest is that um, you create a separate folder, like a temporary folder on your computer. You call it 2020 Yearbook, and you copy and paste your photos that you've chosen into that folder. Now, knowing us, you will know that... <laughs> We never recommend or say copy any photos. That's exactly what we usually want um, to avoid at all price. (laughs) But for a photo book creation, it might just be the easiest way to do it. The important thing is that once you've got your book in your hands, you will go and the last step in your workflow, you will delete that folder Mm. with the copies because otherwise you might end up in a mess again eventually. Yeah. So yeah, that's just a temporary folder. And yeah, we just think that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So that so just to recap on that, you've gone into your hub, choosing the photos, copy those photos that are going to be in your yearbook, and copy and paste them into a new folder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can put your hub away safely, and you've already got your backups and all of that kind of stuff. So this is then just a working um, yes. folder that yeah. you're going to have on your computer usually, and mm. um, and then we go into the next step. Exactly. Which is the fun part of the design. Yeah. Design <laughs> stage. Um, so the first thing we want you to have a uh, think about, obviously, here is choosing your supplier. 
So there's a few different things that we would suggest that you consider. Um, there's so many different options out there now. There really is a great range and that is a range um, that will bring you, uh, you know, changes in price, changes in quality mm-hmm. of the actual um, book that you get, the sizing. They can have tiny little pocket-sized ones. You can have huge, <laughs> yeah. big things. There really is a lot of options yes, out there now, yes. which is fabulous. Um, so, yeah, just have a look online and see some things to consider is whether or not you're going to do the design of your book online on the supplier's software. That's mm-hmm. an option. Mm-hmm. You could also do the design of your book offline. You can design this outside of any supplier um, and then save it. You know, if you're a bit more tech savvy, you can do mm-hmm. that um, in like, you know, Lightroom yeah. or something, Adobe products, you know, InDesign yeah. and things like that. Um, but there's a whole range of different options that you could do that. Or some of the suppliers even have an offline option. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Momento, that's, which is our favorite, <laughs> you probably know by now. Yep. They offer that. They, they let you download the software and you can do everything offline. Yep. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. do too. Yeah. yeah. They're fabulous. Um, so what are some of the other things that we need to, that people could consider when they're looking at, um, choosing their suppliers? Um, for example, where is it actually printed? Yep. Um, in Australia, unfortunately, a lot is outsourced offshore. Uh, it's oftentimes hard to find local supplies. Mm. Um, so this is, but you know, that's not important for everyone. I personally like to use local businesses. So mm-hmm. that is um, a criteria when I choose suppliers. Uh, where is it printed? Um, and also, you know, quality. I I would say in photo albums, or photo books, um, generally what you pay is what you get. Mm, <laughs> so true. the real cheap, cheap ones, you know, that's what you get. It is going to be cheap. It is going to fall apart after mm. not very much uh, usage. You know, <laughs> when you looked at it five times, it might already start to fall apart. Doesn't have to be that way, but yeah. So th- there are huge differences. Um, and uh, what was another one that we oh, I was? Saw? Going, I was just going to say with the local. Obviously, you know, we're talking about Memento there in yeah, Sydney with yeah. us in Australia, but. For our overseas listeners, yeah. yeah, you can have a look at, you know, your local, whatever yes, that is, yeah, um, yeah. and and just consider those options yeah. as well and delivery times and mm. and things like that. Yeah. Um, so once you've chosen a supplier, then we get into the fun part of the design. Mm-hmm. Um, be aware, one of the, the great things about these software, there's a few different options, but you the main decision to... Um, think initially is whether or not you're going to use their autofill option which is great if you've already you've you've made your copy you've got a folder um, you go into the software and then you upload all of the photos mm-hmm. um, once you've done that you can then often have it build a book for you automatically obviously it's not knowing what ones are your feature photos yes. in that it, yeah. it does some of them are pretty good actually yes. they yes. and look it's a good start for some people like i said before our objective here is to get a book <laughs> completed so um you know if if that's what's going to happen for yeah. you if that's not going to be a stumbling block yeah. of design um 
you know, go ahead and design it. But if it if it might be, this yeah. try that autofill as an option if it's got that as as one yeah. of the software design. And you can always change it. Yeah, you know, you can. That's what I usually do. I autofill it. And then I tweak it. I change the layout and I move the photos around if necessary. I find that still less work than, you know, creating 100 pages manually, each one. But, yeah. They're, and they're um, great. Some of, some of the software out there is fabulous. Mm. Just to, you can swap them so easily. You can zoom in easily. Yes. Even if you found a photo, if it's chosen a photo that you're you're wanting to zoom in to mm. have it as the feature um yeah they're yes, great they're, yes, there's yeah. some really good options yeah. and also the borders whether or what you want borders mm. and and you can play around with those settings um in that yeah. design yeah. and just know it's a bit of a learning curve if you haven't done this before mm. um with any software but um they they really are they're, they're yeah. pretty intuitive you, that, you yeah, just go in yeah and, yeah and again, it depends also on your style, what you like. I like minimalistic looks, so I don't do embellishments and frames and stuff like that usually. Possibly, you know, on a special feature page or something. Yes, sometimes, but not usually. So it, I keep it easy, which also makes it quicker, of course. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, but some like to really, you know, decorate these pages with all these different options. And that, that just takes a bit of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like our digital yeah. scrapbooking that, yes, we, you know, that yes, we had when we yes, got that episode yeah. two. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. And there's some, um, there's some great designs out there yeah, for, for that. Yeah, so it yeah. depends on what you're focus is and what kind of a book you want mm. um, so one of the exciting things that we find in books that we see is such a difference um, when people do go to this effort um, and that is the comments or the stories captions headings mm. putting some detail in and Shanto, I'd love you to share a little bit about that. I know that you've got some some good uh, knowledge you can share or just encouragement for people with in this area yeah, that's right. I've just done actually a course myself to learn how to write stories and, you know, how to document things yep. um, with Katie. And she will be actually one of our guests in one of the upcoming episodes. And she will tell you everything about story writing and yeah, jotting them down. Yep. Yeah, oh, she's awesome. And I learned so much. And you know we all know yes it's important to have the story but also how it's written um it's it can make a difference mm. and it, it makes it just so much more valuable i find personally when you've got a little story that goes with the photo not with every single photo you know you don't have to write a story on every page again you know some people do yearbooks there's even hardly a caption there might mm. be only the titles and not much more others love to journal like people that do um project life oh yep they do a lot of journaling and there's a lot of text always involved in but not everyone again it's you know personal preference and it also takes time, of course. So again, what you said, Fiona, keep it simple. You know, mm. add the story here and there, but, you know, don't go too far. Get it done. <laughs> that's that's better. <laughs> that's better done than perfect. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it does make episode. a difference. It makes mm. it more interesting for others to actually look at the book 
even if you share it with your own family usually only that's that's the main you know people you want to share it with but it's more interesting to go back and read these stories or a funny episode and things like that so yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah Great. So I think um, I think that sort of covers really the main topic here as to you know how to do the yearbook or things to consider mm. and things like that. Um, and we we do go over this. We have gone over this a few times, <laughs> but really, you know, Dani is better than perfect. Yes. And yes. we we decided that we would um, release this episode in and and record and and do this for you in December because the year's just about done. So if you get started now then you know as soon as december's finished you can just press print yeah. and you're good to go <laughs> awesome i know <laughs> i know so try it try it because yeah. before too long january's come and gone and then oh yeah. i really should do my two you know my 2020 book what a year it's been yes oh my goodness i mean oh. no one in the world has been untouched by the events of this no. year no. so um there'll be it'll be a different yearbook you know for for those of you that have done yearbooks before and this is you know an encouragement to to get started on your you know your book for this year Mm. um it'll definitely be different um different types of photos maybe maybe more maybe not as many photos that people have taken because they haven't been as many places (laughs) um and one of the suggestions just before we wrap up that you had about printing Chantel what was that yeah i always print two of the yearbook Mm -hmm. because we've got two boys and so i thought of i think way ahead (laughs) (laughs) so eventually you know each of the boys will take the yearbook with them and we discussed you know should we print a third one even so that we've got one and the boys have one but <laughs> i'm thinking very far ahead because i'm like so but then when i die you know or when we both die and then the kids have a spare one that they already have one so we let's do two <laughs> forward planning <laughs> that's a bit extreme but you know they cost money too yeah. so and we do use not not a cheap print so yeah two is fine so yeah yeah, i think it's a great idea to consider just printing more than one Mm. um for for someone else in the family i think it's great or even for grandparents or something like that it's just a it's just a really great obviously a lot of effort you've put into it so and a good collection of the photos and one thing we forgot to mention when you print um wait for the next special Mm. don't ever pay the full price for a photo book all these vendors they run specials all the time so you know design it have it ready and when the next special comes up that's when you print yeah yeah and the other thing too is you know it's so important obviously we talk a lot about the backup and um and having you know extra copies and things like you know backup of your of your hub and these yearbooks they really are just Mm. another way to ensure you know the preservation of these memories and photos so it's a practical way to um to have another secure yes (laughs) yeah Yeah. um effort with your photos there so Fabulous. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today on our podcast. 
Um, we're thrilled to say we're actually in person. Yes. Today, together. In the over. same room. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't see us and that doesn't make much difference to our lovely <laughs> listeners, but for us it was nice. Yes, yeah. To be able to, to yeah. do that. But um, So, yeah, so please head over to our social media pages and if you've got any questions, as always, we would love to hear from you. Um, and don't forget to leave a review, as always. We love feedback. Mm-hmm. And you can email us or just directly on by contacting us via the social media channels or our website. Very good. So I am Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Photos in Order. Thanks again for tuning in and happy photo organizing. Bye. Bye.